to Eccentric Earth. Normally this is the podcast where I'm joined by a guest to talk about a story from history. This week I've been away on holiday and haven't been able to record a new episode, so rather than missing a week I've decided to release some previously cut content for an episode with myself and Chris Haig. It doesn't really cover history but it does include us talking about other podcasts that we listen to and love as well as bashing Scarlett Johansson. Hope that you enjoy. Oh, actually, okay. And this isn't like I know we've moved and it's like okay, serious stuff done before we do the wrap up, proper wrap up and everything. But there is a fantastic, uh, just weirdly talk about this. Have you ever heard of Ear Hustle? No. Ear Hustle is great. So Ear Hustle is basically a podcast done by inmates. Okay. Um, in a, I think it's actually like a California prison or something. It's so good. So they have someone on the outside, um, I can't remember what her name is, the producer, um, and then they have a regular inmate host, and they work on it as like a project, and they interview inmates about kind of inmate life in terms of like, here's what solitary is like, here's what, you know, family life is like. Do you know what? It is awesome. It is so good. So, again, I'm not affiliated with them. I've just been listening to it a lot, and it's fucking amazing. That that sounds, as, as far as a format goes, damn unique. It's really good. It's it's like it's a very slick, well produced podcast, but it is done with the inmates and everything, and they have quite a, like a um, decent amount of control on it. So it's not mm. exploitative in the sense of them. Oh, here's some you know random. Oh, we're just going to kind of like cherry pick. It's going to be you know for them. No, no, ear hustle does actually. It is partially produced by the inmates and everything, and it's their stories. And it's just like a cool, cool project, really. I and mean, it's just it's really good to listen to. It. And you do learn a lot. Um, yeah. Sorry. I know that was an unintentional plug, but I just, when you talk no. about prisons and podcasts, I just made the connection. No, that that's a, a good plug to make. I'm I'm on literally on the website right now as we're talking and <laughs> looking at it. And I think I'm going to be checking that out myself because it just sounds so different and so interesting. I will say, yeah, I will say it's definitely different to a lot of, because I do listen to podcasts a lot when I work, um, and I have, like, various odds and sods streams. I mean, I've got my, hang on, I've got my my um, iPod in my hand at the moment, and there's just, like, an odd, not odd, but, like, a, an eclectic selection, um, and Ear Hustle is one of the best from this year so far. Um, and then there's all kinds of, you know, like you said, you're into true crime and all that sort of thing. Um, so there's stuff like Caliphate is really good, and that's like uh, it's the New York is it New York Times, New York Times, and their perspective on ISIS by chatting to people who've escaped ISIS. Um, they walk. Oh, do you listen to They Walk Among Us? No. Oh, okay. That is my fit. It's a UK true crime. So it's a guy who um, do it, 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 it's. Just him on his own, and he does like recaps effectively. 
mm-hmm. of horrible crimes and everything that have happened either recently or, or historically um, in the UK. So it'll be like, you know, people who kill their wives or, you know, serial killers or that sort of thing. Um, that's pretty good. I've been described that for a couple of years. Uh, sorry, I know this has become like this. This will get true. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm just going through it now. I'm just like, Sinair uh, is another one. And Emma got me onto this paranormal life, which is it. It's it covers true crime, but it's very comedy, mm. uh, which is is can be a good or bad thing depending on how you look at it. Disaster is the same thing. Homecoming. Trust how much shit I actually have. <laughs> So much stuff I've actually listened to. Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm the same. I'm playing catch up on stuff, and at the like, minute I've stuff? got 138 episodes downloaded. But that isn't even all the stuff I've got on here because there's like new shows I'm going to try and listen to as well. But um, nice. like ones that I sort of listen to quite a bit are uh, my favorite murder. It's 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 pretty good. Um, although it only goes up to like episode 50 on the on my main uh, sort of podcast provider and then stops, but they've carried on on everything else. So I'm going to have to try oh. down the rest. Um, there's one called, and that's why we drink, which is kind of similar. It's these two women who get together and one of them gives a true crime story and the other one does a paranormal story. <gasps> so oh. it mixes like ghosts <sighs> and murder and it's really cool. Oh my fun. God. That's amazing. Right. So you I'm get a little bit of out. both each episode. And that's why we drink. Yeah, and that's why we drink. Yeah. But my my absolute favourite is The Dollop. The Dollop? It's two American comedians, uh, Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds, and it's a bi-weekly show, and every episode Dave Anthony reads a story from history to Gareth, who has no idea what it's going to be. I kind of stole okay. the format a little bit, but... I was going to say, it sounds... Yeah. But they're, they're a lot funnier with it, because, like... Gareth is like such a good improv comedian. Oh right! But they they go really deep in their research. They've got like a little team who does stuff, and the stuff they can pull out is amazing. But like I listened to an episode last night where you know newsies, the the kids who used to be on the street, you know, extra extra reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's about how in I think it was the early nineteenth uh, early twentieth century they essentially went on strike be for, oh, for okay. better money and. It, oh my god, it's absolutely insane. You've got like 300 plus gangs of eight year olds charging around New York, beating the yeah. shit out of anyone selling a newspaper, like organizing rallies and going up against the huge newspaper companies, including like, uh, Pulitzer. But then you've got like their, like transcripts of their speeches and it's all written how they talk. So they're, proper joysy like and talking weird and, <laughs> and the nicknames are insane like kid blinks and knuckle smith and stuff like that like they're seven-year-olds and they're like little angry adults with gangster style nicknames smashing up new york it's i i was sitting there like listening to it whilst playing a video game and i had to pause the game because i just I was reduced to tears with how funny it was. It's an amazing yeah. show. Well, I'll be honest, I'm on the iTunes. As we've been talking, I was like, okay, I'm going to look it up. And as soon as it loads, I will, I'm will. i going to try and find that episode. So let's listen to it. <laughs> I think it's um, like episode 200 and something. They've got like oh, 300 oh, oh, episodes. Uh, what are they on at the minute? Uh, 
334? 334, Andrew Jackson, yeah. But these are the guys where I found um, Samuel Whitmore. Oh! uh, The guy who wouldn't die. The really old guy. (laughs) Yeah. That was where I discovered that topic from. And, oh, so fun. These guys are, are great. (laughs) <laughs> but it is all American history as well. So, although they do occasionally do Australian history when they because they've done tours in Australia quite a bit, they're really popular there. But yeah, so some of the things they dig up is like America's fucking crazy. <laughs> I will say, you know, as as Brits, we don't really hear a massive amount of American history that isn't like for me. It was like civil rights and a bit of World War Two and everything. So I am I am always open to trying. Um, sorry, as we're talking, I am scrolling through the thing, just trying to find that one you mentioned. I'm like, I promise I'm listening. No, right? Uh, no. It's the last one I listened to. If you give me a second, I can probably find it for you. Yeah, I guess that's what called the again. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. It's episode 275. Oh, I have gone straight past it then, not even noticed. 275. The news, oh, do you know, do you know the bloody irony? I saw one, I, I saw 276. Harriet Tubman <laughs> sat down and did that and never looked to the one below. I'm I'm about halfway through the Harriet Tubman episode. Oh, it's amazing. She's a badass. I yeah. I mean, thank God they're actually making a movie of her. Because I was like, why don't why why aren't they like? Because I'd much rather watch her than like, oh good, it's another Lincoln one or great, we need another JFK biopic. Really? Uh, Have they got Scarlett Johansson to play her? Don't. I'm st- I'm so <laughs> mad at this. <laughs> I mean, it was fucking bad. She's taken off the minorities, so black should be next on the list, surely. <laughs> black, uh, I mean, get, uh, I, mm, it was like, it sounds it, it sounds awful. And again, please God, cut this. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like... This conversation's oh, going to be gone, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we will wrap up and everything, and it'll be fine. But it was just like, after the ghosts in the shells shit, I was like, okay... People make mistakes, even though she, she and fuck it, like I'd really like to cancel Rupert Sanders, the director. It's the same director for Ghost yeah. as this shit, and it, it's also the guy who then sold Christian Stewart under when they did that Snow White and the Huntsman movie. So he's a bit of a dickhead, as it turns out. Oh, I didn't realise it was he did that as well. That's it. They had quote unquote an affair, and they um, were going to keep him on. And ditch her for the sequel, and then it ended up being someone else who did the, uh, who directed the sequel anyway. So, um, but no, it's all it's all Brilliant. the same, it's all the same, effectively. But it's like I am a cis guy, so I think my anger about this comes from a different place, and it shouldn't, you know, obviously trans friends, all that sort of thing. Um, but I'm still, I'm just, it's. It's the Tyra thing. It's, you know, we were all rooting for you, you know, we're thinking, do you know what, if you actually apologise after this book up, it's fine. And then she had to send the, that, that... Oh, the shitty response. <laughs> well, she was like, oh, talk to Jeffrey Turnbull and Felicity Huffman. I'm like, that's not an excuse. That's not even an apology. That isn't even a reason. That is you being really pissy, being like, oh, well, the other kids did it. Yeah, yeah. well, we don't care about the other kids. You know, we could have had Emily Blunt as Black Widow. Yeah. See, now I'm at the point where it's like, hmm, I really hope they don't do the Black Widow movie. Yeah. And I kind of hope Thanos kills you in the next one. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done with you now. It's like, yeah, Thanos, crush your head or something, you know. <laughs> I, just, I mean, 
I don't think she'll stay in the MCU anyway. I think it sounds awful, but I think they've kind of they, they're going to retire her. Um, I don't know if they'll kill her, maybe. Um, but I, if she keeps doing shit like this, I won't be surprised if they kind of like even quietly recast. Or if they retire the character and the whole Black Widow movie thing was just to kind of throw us off the scent of it. Who knows? Um, yeah, I just... I'm... <sighs> she makes it so hard to like her because she is a good actress. But, like, I mean, and, and then equally, if it's a trans guy's role, hire a trans guy. Yeah. Not and that. If you can't get a trans guy, hire a guy. You know, people would yeah. be a lot less pissed off if they said, okay, yeah, we auditioned trans people. We didn't think anyone was right for the part because of X reason. Yeah. So we've hired a really good cis male actor. I, I guarantee you people would have moaned, but they'd have been somewhat happy about it. Yeah. Rather than, and, okay, it's going to be a woman in drag. It's like, no, don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah. And I can... Uh, as long as the actor would have been someone who kind of understood is like, yes, I understand. I'm coming to this from a completely different background, that sort of thing. Show a bit of respect and people will be okay. But then, like, when they're like, oh, hire trans... I mean, I'm sorry. No, there's loads of trans actors who don't get enough stuff, and why not? Mm. You know? Oh, we didn't have the right fit, and I'm like, mm, I mean... No, like try harder. You know, going, going. It's not really like, oh well, you know, a trans female thing. You know, there are several prominent trans women actors out there who are like near enough household names, and they're like, yeah. oh no, we decided, you know, getting Jared Leto in to do it was the better thing. It's just like, no, you could have had anyone. You could have recast the role. You could have. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's just it's. Shitty behaviour, and I'm not here for it. So, thank you for listening to Eccentric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, now that my bad joke has got you off that rant. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I just. Sorry. <laughs>